a Massage Envy gift card might just be the best holiday gift ever because it unwraps all the benefits of total body care, including massage and total body stretch, customizable facials, and advanced skincare services, including microderm infusion and chemical peels. Share the gift of wellness and help everybody on your list be their very best. Receive a voucher for two free enhancements when you purchase $100 in Massage Envy gift cards. Massage Envy, making the best of everybody. See locations for details. Offer ends December 31st. Voucher valid until March 31st, 2019. Each Massage Envy location is independently owned and operated. Welcome to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain your week. Got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat to expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax. Cause we're gonna hit you with the story. Facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the Masters of the Nerdiverse. Welcome to Masters of the Nerdiverse, where we always have such sites to show you. You could find this uh, supernova of a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio and Google Play. I'm, of course, your host, Mike G. And with me, as always, is our super awesome co-host, Winter. Hey, everybody. How's it going? This is Winter at Trash Monk III. Of course, that's Trash Monk III. Yeah. (laughs) It's getting better every time I do it. You know? Um, I've gotten the okay from the Latino community. (laughs) And... Good to go. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, I keep inter. I I keep saying so, uh, and I don't know what to, what I'm going to say. No worries. That's man. just the power of Subway. Eat fresh. Yeah, dude. This was there was nothing fresh about this. By the way, wow. I've made it my life's mission to make <laughs> buy Subway sandwiches. Um. Not that healthy, so yeah. I I always get the spicy Italian, so that's salami, pepperoni, and I think something else, greasy. Nice. Um, and then I put provolone on that, have them, and I make it deluxe, so they put on more meat. More meat. Yes. All the meat. So then they put it into the oven, heat it up, and they don't even like you can see the pile of oil. And they don't wipe it off. Nah. So <laughs> I'm I'm kind of gagging a little bit now talking about. It. So <laughs> I have them put olive to uh, tomato and lettuce to be healthy, and then salt and pepper to be healthy, and some vinaigrette. And by by the time this is over, they're having a hard time closing the sandwich. Yeah, man. But it's so good. It's like that one Aquatine Hunger Force episode with the the Brood Witch. You know. <laughs> Where uh, <laughs> it had it had the most spiciest of mustards, and the more you eat the sandwich, the uh, yeah. I've only watched uh, watched one uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode. If I'm what? not gonna lie to you, it, it was the one with Danzig. <laughs> that was a good episode, though. Yeah, is that the one where Danzig I, moved in next door? Yeah, that's the one that he moved in. <laughs> uh, I was more of a King of the Hill reruns. Uh... <laughs> yeah. You like King of the Hill? It's all right. All right. It's all right. Well, you're not the intended audience. How about that? <laughs> and you're not the intended audience. Uh, the show wasn't meant for you. No, nah, man. I don't knock it, though. It's not like I don't yeah. like it. I have some episodes that stick in my brain. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the one where uh, they were having like fire ants at the house. And Dale Dribble <laughs> uh, had said he had like a special vendetta with fire ants. And they all just, they all bit him at the same time and he almost died. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dumb episode. My favorite episode of uh, King of the Hill has to be when Bobby Hill goes to college for comedy. Oh, geez. <laughs> and it's like the director is like uh, what you would think, like over the top, has broken down comedy to its essence. 
and now it's like here's a bit from the medieval times this would have been considered comedy back then wow <laughs> yeah and it's like it just rang so true to me because of my how my mind was going of like that's the punchline right there and they're they're making a tie-in to lenny bruce here uh, that's clearly rip off of uh, Ro- Joe Rogan. Dang, Carlos Mencia, um, Lenny Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> Lenny. You <laughs> look up Lenny. Actually, do not look up Lenny Bruce. <laughs> no, don't do it. That I will. I will agree not to do that. <laughs> yeah. Unless, um, unless you can handle it. You can't handle his fire. You can't handle his yeah. his, his fuego. His fuego. Mi corazón es en fuego, en fuego. Mm-hmm. You don't know that reference, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Somebody out there knew it. And they finished the line, which is what I hope. With all the weird little references we drop on this show, in my heart of hearts, I hope someone listening fish, finishes the line internally and snickers just a little bit. That's the yes, audience. That's I, my audience. The one guy in the corner going, ha! <laughs> <laughs> right, that's that's my pure audience right there. I just you know, mm, you know that's right. That's what it's all about, man. Uh, um, so how was your week? Okay, I, I'm gonna flip it. You 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 tell me what your week dang, was like first. Dang, this is the uh, the Bizarro episode. Bizarro, <laughs> I love you, Bizarro. Uh, dang. So people can't skip over over what I say. Dang, no, they just skip over what I'm talking about. <laughs> get to they the think fr- i always go first get to the freaking news <laughs> we have lives ladies and gentlemen uh no i didn't do anything i just <laughs> i just hung out <laughs> and didn't watch any movies I, usually i have like my little podcast homework like watch a new movie do something interesting i'm like my life anywho so i don't watch any really thing new the only interesting thing i did which really made me mad was uh my buddy invited me over to a spot and we, he was like bring street fighter 5 and i'm like you sure bring street fighter he's like bring an extra controller in street fighter 5 and i'm like you don't want this smoke dog like you know you don't want that kind of trouble he was like no we just get some sets in and have a good time so i'm like whatever i haven't played the game since like season one when it first came out so i'm like oh, fine so i brought it over i hung out with them and we played video games and at the end of the day, I got the itch to play it again. Like, oh, I want to play this again, but I have to go through a bunch of downloads to to get it back to where it's supposed to be on my system. And pretty much I have to go through a bunch of downloads to get it back to where it's supposed to be on the system. I have to play with my old arcade stick and get back into it. And what made me mad was it's like, oh, I forgot Blanca came out. So that's like my, my favorite fighting game character of all time. So I can play as Blanca. How was that going to work? And the sucky thing about it is that you can't just get the character individually. You have to buy the season pack, which is like super expensive. And I'm like, I just want him though. I don't care about all the other stuff around it. I just, I just want my cold cut combo. I don't want the chips and the, and the soda and the fanfare of it all. So I ended up doing all that downloading and preparing for nothing. So I just was like, oh, so. That's pretty much what I did with my my week was get all that set up, and uh, to much of my dismay, it was all for naught. But eventually, I'll be able to play as uh, Blanca Chan and put in work online. Uh, so, what did you do with your week, man? Well, my week was a payday, so I spent some money. Um, I bought a new video card for the Frankenstein Tower that I have at my house. You know, people um, are going to have to know. So what kind of card did you get? So right now, my the tower is old. So it's a HD6770 Radeon, AMD Radeon card. Um, that's I think that's five years old. And so then I went, I can't, I don't want to go too far high high up uh my budget was low like under 100 bucks Mm -hmm. so i just went a few steps a generation higher with an rx 560 Um, okay yeah man yeah so um slightly improvable frame rates like the six the one that i have right now the hd 6770 is not on this uh, chart that i had that ranked gpus 
um, they did not have a rating for this because it's that old. And 560 is kind of like on the bottom level, is on the bottom level. It's starting to get a rating, mm. but it was 60 bucks. So what am I going to complain about? Um, and it's going to last me. I felt comfortable paying 60 bucks because this is like the first time I've ever installed a video card uh, right, yeah. in my life. So it's a, it's a learning thing. And it's kind of going with the theme of this is a Frankenstein monster of like just buying used parts and putting it together, which I enjoy. Um, Did you get it running? Uh, well, it's supposed to be coming tomorrow. Oh, so, so you're still uh, waiting for stay it to come. Tuned. Yeah, mm. I bought it off uh, eBay. <laughs> hey. I like to live life on the edge, folks. Live life dangerously. Um, yeah. So that's coming. And I also ha- bought a, a cheap uh, Dell monitor coming that's rotational. So I'm going to have, I'm going to be one of those guys that has a portrait mode monitor nice. <laughs> on his desk along with a normal one. So you're going to be a uh, sword fishing it up? You're going to be, are you going to be Hugh Jackman <laughs> and Swordfish? Show? Um, the plan, <laughs> the plan is to actually be the most boring portrait mode user of just putting uh, the blank word document into the portrait screen. And so I can see the whole page while I'm typing or reading. Nice, man. Yeah. You're gonna... So that's that's the goal, and it's all trying to keep it under a budget, trying to stay in a budget. This I'm trying to be a nerd on a budget. Hey, man. Um, that's how you get the most creative, though. You can't just throw money exactly. at the situation. You got to get, got to be wiry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Like I'm trying to be active at journaling again. Uh, so far, it's been good. And one of the things that has been a little bit of an insight to me of of like. Uh, I've become more creative or like I've used the things I already own a lot more now that I'm trying to budget and keep to that budget right. than I was with like, Oh, I've got this a uh, ton of money now <laughs> to spend it all. Right. So it's like, I've, I would never have thought of like journaling on my computer when back in the day I was like, I'm just going to buy this moleskin notebook, 20 bucks. Oh, that's fine for some paper. Yeah. Yeah. That's just not feasible, man. You know, yeah. So nerd on a budget. Um, also working on a um, still working on the secret project. Wink, wink, Mike. <laughs> uh, on <laughs> um, hopefully we can tell more people about that in the future. Yeah. Um, and I'm starting on an uh, an audio drama script. It's going to be short. There's a a call for submissions to a I can't remember the produ- audio production studio. But they're wanting some uh, quick sci-fi short dramas. And I'm thinking about playing with the story idea that I had. Yeah, man. Can um, I be a voice in your audio drama, dude? I could do voices. Well, I wouldn't be the one recording it. Oh, they would, right? <laughs> yeah. Bastards. I just send in the script and I get like 10 bucks. Ah, so. Fair enough. Like I'll that. ask them. Yeah. Hey, guys. I have no experience. Can I be a voice actor? They're like, get out of here. That's the way to do it. No, that's the audio drama is a... Is a well, it's not as a Wild West show as it used to be, but it's uh, it it's still open. Hmm. Like I've had so many people tell, like, uh, getting into the this is kind of like nerd news relevant topics yeah. here. Um, people when uh, when they ask like, how can I get started writing for audio drama? And the response usually is, um, you should start making your own. Pretty much. And. The- yeah, but the problem that I've always had with that is, is like, well, I'm wanting to write them, not make them. I want someone to who's interested in producing it, producing it. And the problem is, there's not enough of a market of people who go like, I um that I want to produce other people's stuff. Right. There's still, it, like a few years ago, it used to just be like, well, in America and and the podcasting world. It would be like, I want to produce my own stories, but now you're seeing people branch out. Yeah, man. That's usually the advice that they give young, inspiring, like comic book writers and artists and inkers. And like, I want to make, how do I break into the comic books industry? They're like simple. Just make a comic book and then make another one and then make another one until someone notices you, (laughs) you know, and it's like, it's not okay. I guess I'll just do that. 
you know that's why it takes a village yeah. and you need like a squad unless you're just a one-man band it can just do all that by yourself but normally you need a squad of people to help you with that kind of thing you know what i mean yeah and you know i try my best not to just uh focus on one style of writing i want to be able to express myself in different uh avenues yeah like a jack of all trades uh, and- yeah, and there's some things that I don't think would would bode well. Like, there's been a few times where I've written a stage play, and I go, uh, that doesn't really, that doesn't necessarily need to be stage play. It could be an audio drama, and I, I just flip things around. Or I go, like, I would like to write this particular story, but it would only work for a movie because I have envisioned, like, the, the tight, um, story arc of like the water boy the adam sandlers or the seth rogan style right film, so um but that's enough about that's enough about my week no nah, man it <laughs> seemed like you were had a pretty productive week of uh self-reflection and uh budget gaming and budget being a budget gamer man it's pretty dope yeah well my whole life is uh based on self-reflection yeah, so man. i can't stop thinking in my brain it doesn't turn off right. ever, 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 ever. Yeah, I mean, it's like you ever seen the the cell with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, it's like that with the horses and, and you know what I'm saying. Remember the horse scene? Jesus, <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah, scene. man, they dissected. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> It made a little horse noise. Oh, that movie is brutal, man. Yeah. But my mom, that, that's so, uh, there's kind of like a running gag, I believe, in my house where my mom will, re- my mom and my dad will remember like films and go, like, this movie was the greatest, but they'll totally forget like certain like terrible yeah. scenes in particular films. <laughs> like, uh, like there's the the particular cell scene where he's like suspended on h- hooks. Yeah, we'll say. Yeah, you know. And my mom totally forgot that. Um, my mom like recommended the movie The Piano to my sister to watch when she was like fourteen oh, or fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom just like, well, the story was like, good. Mom, man. <laughs> it yeah. gets real, real fast. So we. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to remember one from my That's dad. Funny. I think his, his was uh, probably Excalibur, watching Excalibur, and there's like a pretty hardcore, um, non-consensual Yeah, man, it's like Game of Thrones we'll stuff say, goes on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Non-consensual in the sense that he's masked himself as somebody yeah, else. Yeah, super non-consensual. To, uh, That's what they call Yeah, to Netflix and chill with this girl. <laughs> that's what they call the revenge of the nerds you know what i'm saying that's like i've never seen revenge of the nerds you never seen the original of revenge of the nerds dude no oh but, man uh, send your angry comments required. to at trash muck i i i make sure to follow <laughs> follow though if you're gonna yell at me at least follow yeah. me oh man speaking of ang- people being angry let's go into the news man yeah. No, we're gonna get sued. Stop. Screw it. Come at me, bro. I'm like that one wombat with his hands open, arguing with the sun. Come at me, bro. Yes. Speaking of coming at you, coming at you, Cleopatra, coming at you. Remember, yeah. no, no one remembers that. Moving on. Speaking um, of old stuff, <laughs> you're gonna have to keep segueing for my nonsense. <laughs> That's what the whole show this is. This is the best one yet. Speaking of nonsense, Andrew Leakin <laughs> to lead three right. oh, Walking sp- Dead movies. <laughs> That's the that doesn't make that doesn't make any damn sense. So they've been talking about this for like the last six months or uh-huh. something like. Andrew Lincoln is leaving Walking Dead. He's leaving the show. He's over it. This is all he's done for like mm-hmm. the past like seven years or something. That's like, can I be an actor? They're like, no, you have to be a 
you have to be uh, th- this character and you think he's like escaping right it's like okay like this is it they're gonna give his character a send-off right which makes no sense because he's the main character of the book in the show and you're like okay you're moving on from him but no this man has tied himself to the ball and chain of three more movies of walking dead <laughs> that's a lot of time that's a trilogy so what he's gonna have his own like uh rick grimes gaiden outside of all the characters well no one only person that's around from the original series in the original book is like michonne right yeah. she's still around right well, I, I don't follow there's some there's some chatter I've heard. I've heard some people go like, if it's a prequel series, I'm done with The Walking Dead. <laughs> there's no way it could be a prequel series. Because then well, there would be no zombies. No, no, no. This is if I was so if they gave me a million dollars and go like, hey, give us a, a prequel series, it would be a two storyline arc of Andrew Lincoln as a cop. And then the other storyline would be the origins of why the the zombie apocalypse is happening. Oh, put the cat out of the bag finally. Yeah. Yeah, just say what's going on. And it's clearly vampires, folks. (laughs) I would love for it to be something stupid like, oh, yeah, Cthulhu just rised out of the ocean (laughs) and just caused caused zombies. (laughs) Right. Um. Or the movies themselves, they could be like a whole other, um, I don't know. I, I kind of would like to see them do like Old Man Old Rick. Man Grimes. Yeah, yeah, Old Man Rick. Like Super Future, you know what I'm saying? Where Yeah, like maybe you don't know that uh, maybe he's by himself at this time and he's kind of just living off his, um, living on his own. And then you have a group of... Uh, like survivors who come on his property and like, we're being chased by these biker demons or biker gang. Biker and, demons. Yeah. And he goes, all right, well, let me just get my badge. Let me grab my boots. <laughs> and, and then uh, Walking Dead ensues. Uh, have you ever read Why the Last Man? N- uh, no. <laughs> Dang, okay. I don't want to spoil Why the Last Man, but if for those who are in the know, I would prefer it to be like the ending of why the last man. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to spoil that. So yeah, this is dumb. Let the man do other things. He obviously doesn't want to do walking dead anymore, but then again, he likes money. Right. They probably smacked him with some wads of cash. Yeah. He was just like, guys, I'm really tired of, and as he's talking, they're literally putting like money in a milk, in a, in a blender with milk. And like yeah. honey and pouring it on his head. It <laughs> worked well for William Shatner. You could be William Shatner. <laughs> that should be like a, a, a cautionary tale to all young actors. Why? Not... William Shatner was able to sell on eBay or online uh, uh, one of his kidney stones. Good for him. <laughs> you know... So so that kidney stone could seek out new life and new civilizations? Yeah, I could just imagine some freak fan going, I want this inside me. No, nah, <laughs> man. No, you just go into that freak that freak fan's house and you see just a bunch of like replicas of the Starship Enterprise. You see just a really small one and you, you look at it harder and that's yeah. his kidney stone. He like carved it into a, he carved it into a, a miniature Enterprise. Shop. <laughs> you smell it. You're it's like, a modern Ugh. kidney stone scrimshaw. Yeah, man. It's like a it's, a, it's like a it's like a ship in a bottle, but it's his kidney stone. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Or like he's the one fan that only knows William Shatner from Boston Legal. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no from te- from te- what was it from Tech Wars? Yeah. Like, what Star like, Trek? You done other stuff. What? Yeah. <laughs> Danny Crane. <laughs> Danny Crane. <laughs> Boston Legal was a crazy show. They oh, I was really big. Before I would go on the high school bus. We would watch. I would watch reruns on like TV Land before going to school. Yeah. Ow, 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 ow. Boston oh, Legal in the practice. I used to watch a lot of the practice. Yeah, I was more of a Boston Legal fan myself. I, I hear that, man. I, I love me some. Okay, I was about to say I love me some, but 
It's James Spader, right? Yeah, James okay. Spader, dog. Yeah. Yeah, that show was a trip. Uh speaking of actors in weird roles, uh apparently uh star <laughs> it sucks because I would be like Star Wars' own e- Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yeah. Ian McGregor finds some higher ground in this latest movie. <laughs> he has the high ground in uh Birds of Prey, the uh all female DC Comics superhero movie that's going to come out eventually or be canceled. We don't know. DC doesn't know. We'll see how it goes. It's yet to be determined whether it is the chosen one. For (laughs) CSB Fox, I'm Mark Fannin. I can't even beat that. (laughs) This movie is the chosen one. But yeah, Ewan McGregor is planning on playing uh, the Black Mask, which is like a C-grade Gotham villain. Uh, Most people don't know what that villain is. I normally have these origin stories in like the back of my hand when these kind of c- things come up, but I don't yeah. even know who the black mask is guys. He's just a yeah. gangster who wears a skeletal black mask on his face and he's bad news. He's like a, a lamer King. He's like a lamer Kingpin and even lamer or penguin. Cause at least penguin has like trick umbrellas and stuff. You know, he has yeah. things. I'm he can curious do. how they get like a, so our, I'm wondering how they it was chosen that Ewan McGregor would play the Black Mask. Like, did they like wave some money at him, and then the negotiations were short? I'm sure that's how these all these things happen. You know, that's how you get Liam Neeson as Raz Al Ghul. You know, he's like, what? He's like a bat. Well, what? The negotiations were short. They were very short. He was like, I will find you, and I will play him. We're really bad at this tonight. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I was good. There's going to be some listeners going, negotiations were short. That's from episode one. Oh! <laughs> you just made some Star Wars fans night right now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they just literally jumped out of the plate glass window in hype. Yes. Uh, let's get through a couple of, of these other small ones before we get into the yes. two try to big news things. the fourth and not join them. Wow. 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 Yeah. I feel like oh, I was going to say something, a joke about younglings, but I decided against it. Um, speaking of, uh, no, I'm not going to use that segue. So we finally got a picture of Mark Hamill as Geralt of Rivia in The Witcher, much to the dismay of the internet, because it, <laughs> it doesn't look like what people want. <laughs> it is, and it's like, and it's the bit, it's the most surface problem ever. Because when you say Garrett of Rivia, the Witcher, everyone imagines Witcher 3 Witcher, where right. he has the beard and all the scars and he's old and he's at the end of his journey and whatever. But Henry Cavill is playing the book version of Geralt, which is young and spry, <laughs> you know, and nobody understands that. Nobody cares to understand like where the right. look is coming from. It's like, why doesn't he have a beard? Like, is that's he not. It's like, author, it's like my, it's my time to shine. <laughs> and he just jumps off he jumps off a cliff into the sunset yeah. <laughs> it's my time to shine he just flies into the he team rockets into the, into the clouds yes. hold up before we go on with this uh, speaking of team rocketing into the clouds I just clicked on this when looking at the Henry Cavill picture Universal Pictures rebooting Shrek and Puss, uh, Puss in Boots I okay. saw that and I decided to not put it on the docket. That's good. May it burn in the sun. We don't need a reboot of I, that. It hasn't been long enough, you idiots. And what's okay. funny is they're saying, okay, just to talk about that for two seconds. Yeah. The one thing I did want to say is that they're actually trying to get the original cast to come back. Does, is not, that still a reboot then? It's not a reboot. What is going on in Hollywood? Jeez. It's a restart. It's like. Okay, get, I'm making it sound anyway. like. Okay. I, I wanna. I needed to check myself. Like I'm, yeah. I'm about to like explode over this. I have to measure it with how much explosion I gave for Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein. I cannot freak out about Shrek and Puss in Boots if I did not freak out about Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein. Okay, go that's on. a good mental. That's a good mental checker. Yes. Witcher's counseling session. <laughs> And this has been Winter's Counseling, uh, WinterAllAboutCounseling.org. Winter um, speaking of things that just made me upset, 
was the announcement of a Falcon and Winter Soldier TV series at the Disney yep. streaming service. Get the word winter in it. It's going to be good. You know it's going to be dope. <laughs> Got winter in it. What if uh, <laughs> what if Winter Soldier comes out of a car and he's like, aye, 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 would you just start suing people? Yes. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm joining the, the class action lawsuit with the writer of Witcher 3. And we're now we are adding the Winter Soldier TV series <laughs> into the Dude, mix. The lawsuit. Yeah. Give give me my money. Yeah. Give me my money. You may think, why does this make you mad? Aren't you like Marvel fanboy or whatever? It's like A, no. But B uh, eh. <laughs> I would not confirm nor deny. Yeah. Uh they're pretty much giving us a list of the people who survive Avengers 4. And that's kind of stupid to me. Like, don't worry. Scarlet Witch and Vision will be back because they're having their own TV show. Don't worry. Loki will be back because he's having his own TV show. (laughs) Don't worry. Falcon Falcon and the Witch Soldier are coming back. (laughs) It's so stupid. I'm like, like, can you hold your can you you hold your butt can you clench your butt long enough not to let this crap fall out? You know what I'm saying? Jeez. Wait till the movie's out. Like, this is the most spoiler, non-spoiler thing in the world yeah. for anyone who thinks about it for more than, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, it kind of smells it's... like they're, tr- they're, like, of course, they're trying to drum up business for the streaming service. The problem yeah. is... You're Disney. <laughs> you don't need to drum right. up business. As soon as you anything. go, like, the... As soon as you go, there's no more Walt Disney Vault. All the movies are now available. People are going to go, give them money, give them money, give them money. Right. Yeah. It's like, who is this? This isn't some like indie Kickstarter that you're trying to get hype for. People are going to eat whatever you put in front of their plate. You know what I'm saying? Like, just wait. You don't need to yeah. spoil the movie by letting us know preemptively who make it, makes it out or not. Right. Like, I could but see th- if they wanted to announce, like, if it was going to be... A, like, if they announced, like, ladies and gentlemen, we are teaming up with Oliver Stone to come up with a Winter Soldier TV series. Uh, I could see them wanting to make an announcement. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little just too like, soon. It's a little too soon. It's like a Mitch Hedberg joke, you know? Yeah. Mitch Hedberg jokes. No one, no one got that reference. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to move oh, on from man, that. Look at my life. <laughs> <laughs> look at this photograph. Okay. Anyway, there's two major two part. It's a two part giant story. So let's get through the first one, which is the uh, Nintendo direct was this past week. Uh-huh. And it was all about smash brothers. Ultimate. And there was a lot of stuff that came out about that game. Pretty much this is the final uh, Nintendo Direct until the game just comes out, which is boasting a impressive 75-character roster, which is, Ooh. I think, the largest roster of any fighting game ever. But then again, people will say that Smash is not a fighting game. To that, I don't feel like arguing. Uh, but there are a couple of things that were very interesting about this Direct, is that the new characters that were announced was the Echo Fighter for Ryu, which is Ken from Street Fighter, and how for some reason this Ken looks way better than any Ken that's come out of Capcom yeah. <laughs> in like 10 years. Like Nintendo just got it. <laughs> it's like, why does this Ken look better than Street Fighter V Ken? Why does he look better than Street Fighter IV Ken? Nintendo. <laughs> why does it look better than Cap uh than uh Ta- Street Fighter versus Tekken Ken? Like because we're Nintendo. Nintendo just knows. Because <laughs> they're Nintendo. And they know what the hell they're doing. Uh, the other uh, character was some Pokemon. There's like a fire, like a wrestling fire bear. Incineroar is the, is the name, I believe. Uh, and the other joke character they announced that's coming out later is the little uh, uh, Venus flytrap plant from Mario 1. The ones that come out the pipes. That's just, that's kind of cute. I'm kind of hype about that. Um. And also, there is a a story mode, which pretty much says that Kirby from Kirby's Dreamland is indeed the most powerful celestial creature within the Nintendo universe, which Makes I can sense. agree with. It's Kirby. He like he trans like like if it's all cute, he floats and he eats stuff and he's a pink. But 
If you really pay attention to what Kirby's doing, he's like traversing space and time and stuff. The thing is, yeah. he's like the he's little like silver that surfer. Guy from Heroes. Uh, yeah, he's like Hiro Nakamura. Dog. No, no, he's he's the guy that would who uh, takes people's powers or like with contact. Peter Petrelli. Yeah, Peter Petrelli. Yeah, yeah Peter Petrelli. <laughs> Not to Jeez, mention that man. he has mimic powers. How many Sorry, years has it been of Heroes and you still have that locked in your brain? Because I was that in, yeah. I was I was such a hero's mark, and yeah. I try I I watched the entire thing till You're the end, and like, I was so disappointed. Yeah, it was J.J. Abrams, right? No, it was um, Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb, okay, garbage. What? Wh- why would I think it was J.J. Abrams? Because you're probably thinking about J.J. Abrams did something else. It was another superhero based thing. That oh. was no J.J. Abrams. I, you remember they were trying to bring heroes back for a split second. Yeah, they. I think they, that was a J.J. Abrams. I think that was a J.J. Abrams thing. If I, I may be okay. wrong though. Because I was about to say, like, you're making like J.J. Abrams have like a mental. You're like, uh, I don't want to say uh, a mental high. There we go. <laughs> With like someone's mentioning heroes, but it doesn't make sense now. No. Uh, Heroes is the biggest disappointment in my life since Bleach. It goes yes. Bleach and then Heroes as like yes. monumental. He connected de- with Lost. Yeah, he was connected with Lost. That, that's and... what I was watching. I think I was in watching them around the same time together. Maybe. I never got into Lost. I don't know. Yeah, I'm never much of a Channel Seven guy. But yeah, um, Smash Brothers Ultimate looks dope. When I eventually buy a Switch within the next ten thousand years, I'll play it. But um, yeah, the story mode looks dope, and how they just obliterate all the other characters in in the cutscene is kind of nuts. Like pretty much a like a reverse Big Bang happens, and everything in the universe dies. Yeah, but Kirby is <laughs> so metal. So more good. extreme Guardians. Uh, I mean, more extreme Avengers. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it's like when Thanos snapped his finger, it took out the entire Nintendo galaxy <laughs> along is with this a Marvel it. Nintendo crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for Thanos in Smash. He'll be dar. Yeah. Jeez. Speaking of things that are simply stupid, but also awesome, let's talk about BlizzCon, man. <laughs> what all happened at BlizzCon? Dude? Miscommunication. <laughs> talk about, now this is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. Right. This is truly like, okay, let's talk about the good stuff first. Let's talk about the good stuff first. So yeah. I want to get into the Overwatch news and talk about the new uh, the new character, Ash. Did you have a good chance to look at her? I looked a little bit at, at her. Uh, I think it's interesting that they chose the name Ash. Um, that is already a League of Legends character's name, but you know. Interesting. Uh, I guess they're running out of names to use. Um, Yikes. <laughs> I guess this would be the ugly. Yes, I'd like to offer my name for an Overwatch character. Um, Don't say that too loud. They'll take it. Right. Well, if they use it like a kind of make take a Grover looking character and make it like a trash bean that rolls nice. around in a trash can that throws like trash at people, that'd be cool. What if a uh, Wrecking Ball had a, a trash monk skin? Would you be happy with that? Yeah. So Jeff yeah. Cap, Jeffy Cap, get it done. Yep, get it done. Jeffy K. So, oh, you guys are on, you guys are on nickname basis. Yeah. Hey, Cappy J. Hey, how you doing? How's how's your mother? Um, yeah. so Ash is pretty much like a silver haired cowgirl who uses a rifle. Uh, I don't, I forget what kind of class is she? Is she? Is she offense defense? Um, I want to. She. I think she's. Yeah, offense. I'll take a look at that. Um while i talk about it yeah. and uh she uh her alt is she pretty much brings out this big cockney robot that comes in kind of unevens the playing field which i think is kind of interesting <laughs> she pretty much her alt is pretty much like her stand if you guys are jojo fans out there and the guy just comes out and starts wreaking havoc and totally unbalances the team and she looks really interesting. Like uh, that's one thing I like about Overwatch is that they've been hit or miss. Yeah, I didn't. With their... I didn't find it yet, quite yet. But I just yeah. had to say, the first comment that I read was, "Overwatch looks so fun, but if you've not been playing it since launch, you'll suck at it. Everyone will hate you on your team. So it's best to not get it at this point." 
no man that's if you're doing competitive yeah get good yeah you know what i'm saying but you can play free rounds i like i've never touched competitive overwatch not even a little bit i when i play it i just want to jump in for like two or three hours go on free play go on mystery play it on mystery character Mm -hmm. and just just brain dead have a good time you know what i mean she's damaged i don't want to feel the huh the damage class she's a damage damage class makes sense so I'll give her a shot. It's gonna it's gonna update on my system anyway. I have no control over that. So when she's out, I'll give her a shot. Maybe she'll get me back into the game because uh, Brigitte didn't do it for me. Uh, uh, what was the uh, Wrecking Ball didn't do it for me. Uh, in what's her face Mo- Moira didn't do it for me. So maybe this would be the character. Well, they're not for you, back. Mike. Dang it. Stop appropriating Damn. these characters. <laughs> Damn. I guess not. I just they, they weren't my cup of tea. Your man. privilege is showing. Your Overwatch wow. privilege is showing. Wow. Dang. I could be starving right now. How dare I? How dare I be so ungrateful? Uh, speaking of ingrates, let's go into... No, I want to save that one for last. I know you wanted to talk about uh, the... The announcement of Warcraft 3 Remake. Warcraft 3 you... Reforged. <laughs> so. Metal. Uh, yeah, Warcraft 3 looks like it's going to be remastered. Um, it looks like it's similar to their Starcraft remastered, but uh, the language that they're using is clearly not the same that was put into starcraft like i believe they had like a team of Mm. people working on rebalancing that game or like they had i don't know it just seemed like they had more people working on that than they do with this Mm. Um, now i could be wrong that's just my personal uh uh, feeling of that um but they are there they are doing some patches they are trying to do some balancing of the game um they are Taking a part of uh, retconning a few storylines from the game, yeah, worth World of Warcraft. That's big news too, right? Um, the question I want to know is: w- Was there truly a big market for Warcraft Three? Like, it's news to me that there are tournaments of people playing Warcraft Three. Um, yeah, playing. I don't have to say Warcraft Three, just Warcraft. And uh, right, I mean, but compared to Starcraft, though. Their uh, Warcraft is not as big in the, we'll say the organized gameplay world. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think every once in a while, like these, these companies are obligated to have a con every single year, no matter what is ready to be shown. And I think like, this is kind of like a middle of the ground, middle of the road con where the big news may be coming out in the year next year or so, but they needed something now. So think of it. Think of this remaster of Warcraft three, like fallout 76. You know what I mean? They're not necessarily, they can't necessarily announce fallout five or elder scrolls, whatever, whatever. So this is a good middle of the road. Bide our time. Uh, Probably their B team or their C team is remastering this and making it nice and shiny. Uh, just to just to sad to slake the hunger of Warcraft fans until the next big thing comes out. So I have nothing wrong. I, I have nothing against it. Just like fine. Some people are gonna love that because it's like if they told me like one of my favorite games was being remastered from the ground up and having little changes and stuff, I'll be hyped for that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if, like if they were like Borderlands Two remastered, I would play that. I would buy that again. You know, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you, dog. I feel you, dog. Some people didn't feel something. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people were quite upset, actually, on this next and final news bit. Here we go. Which is... (laughs) So, you know how conferences like E3 and stuff, uh, Sony will show their their press conference, and then everyone thinks it's over, right? Everything's Mm -hmm. about over, and they say... Hey guys, we got one more thing, and the crowd goes nuts. What could it be? Right, it's a Final Fantasy VII remake. We don't know, so you get real hype. 
<laughs> and these guys yeah. at Diablo, mind you, this is uh, the, the 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 Diablo conference, and everyone loves Diablo three, which is coming to the Switch, and that's big news for them. Yeah. And everyone's waiting. Diablo four is coming out. Is it Diablo four? It's got to be Diablo four. And people have flown in from all across the world to come see this show. <laughs> and they get to the final, final thing. And it is Diablo Immortal, the mobile game. And <laughs> it's the most disturbingly awkward thing I've seen at a con in a very long time. Where they actively start audibly booing during the presentation of the game. Yeah. That's, the whole crowd. That's the, your quickest form of polling. <laughs> like, do, yeah. Right? Right? It's like, like, I don't know. Like, something's rotten in the core of gamers lately. And it kind of reminds me of Ether, of Evo, where the freaking, the, the, during the Smash tournament, Cats were booing the grand finals because they were they were playing as Bayonetta fans. I mean, Bayonetta character. They were playing as Bayonetta, right? And they were actively booing during the grand finals. And it's like, how as a culture do we feel like we, this is a, this is like this is this behavior is acceptable? Do they have the right to boo during something like that? Like audibly boo, like howling. Is that cool? Like, um, I think is, I think it is. I mean, as soon as if you're having, um, if you're at at an event that it is okay to applaud, then it means that it is also okay not to applaud and actually have hmm. the net reverse reaction of a, of showing approval, which is booing. If if it was not okay, then you'd go. Please hold all applause to the end, or um, please don't. <laughs> I would say mostly, like, yeah. Please, leave, please save all applause to the end, um, which cannot happen because gamers uh, don't follow the rules. They don't follow the rules, Woo, man. Monster. So, <laughs> uh, it's it's just a an oversight. I say like. Like it's it's hard for me to get excited whenever I hear. Well, first of all, we have the port to the Nintendo Switch. It's hard for me yep. to get excited about ports because you're essentially going. First of all, okay, you are. You've been spending this whole time formatting a game for a different console. Console, okay, right? Um, mm-hmm. Or like, and essentially, it's like it. I'm saying it's like a lot. Uh, you just move some some figures around, and like, boom! It's for this council, console. I don't understand why it takes so long. And I predict that there's actually programs that people can can use to format it for particular do things. Yeah, so yeah. I can't get excited about that. I never got excited about like doom virtual reality or skyrim virtual reality like okay why don't Mm -hmm. we work on some new content um you know what's funny uh is that you mentioned skyrim and a very similar thing happened at the bethesda conference this e3 right so everybody's like whispering skyrim's um elder scrolls elder scrolls and what is bethesda come out with elder scrolls blades which is this weird mobile game that nobody cares about right (laughs) right and everybody's like, oh, but they weren't actively. It, one, it wasn't the last thing of the show, right? And two, it was right. dead center. So everybody was just kind of, eh, move on, right? But those were but then, not the crowd of of reporters and also people who have a lot of money, would you say, going to eat? True. Uh, when BlizzCon's not necessarily meant just for reporters, it's meant for like the average fan base. But do you think that, but there's been some gnarly E3s where, you know, like Microsoft has put out like something and it got kind of hairy. You know what I mean? Like even the reporters started losing their cool. Right. You know what I mean? But but then again, what I, my, my, what I was, the point I was making was, is that, but then again, you have Bethesda who just announces that they're working on, uh, that they're working on a, uh, 
Elder Scrolls. There's no trailer. There's no title. There's, there's it's, it's nothing. But the fans are like, okay, at least we know you're working on it. That's all you needed to do, right? Yeah. Just say Diablo Four exists on a on some somebody's server somewhere. Don't worry about it. And the fans would have been like, okay, fine. You know, I don't think it would have had that guttural reaction. And then these these uh, geniuses decide to have a Q and A after the after that announcement. <laughs> And there were a couple of uh, of fans that came out the audience, and one was like, "So, do you plan on porting this to the PC, like this this Immortals game? <laughs> it looks not, it looks neat, but you know, all the people here are kind of PC PC Master Race guys. Yeah, are you porting this to the PC? And the guy's like, "No, this is a mobile experience throughout now and forever. Bro! You know what I mean?" <laughs> and then one guy had the nerve to go up there and say is this a uh extremely late april fool's joke he said that on mic on on a live show and the guy is pretty much just chewing his own hat the announcer guy's like well no this is an online i mean this is a mobile experience that will enrich the lore of and it's just such marketing bs right. you know and I just feel yeah, I don't to, feel bad. The mobile wagon. And, I get it, yeah. but you don't close your show out to these guys with that, right? You know what I'm saying? It's just a bad move. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's nobody bad, wants that. Uh, and just to be the contrarian here, uh, there there is um, bad on both sides. There's bad on Blizzard for going like you're closing out your conference with a mobile game. But then it's like mm. the people who are there need to get over themselves and go like they're there. I bet they did not get this upset with when other companies came out and like heavily promoted mobile games that they enjoy and yeah. they witnessed. So um, I think we just that, have to keep yeah. it all in perspective. Yes, people, please. And that was that goes back to my original statement was is was that behavior acceptable? You know what I mean? At in a conference where these people are, you know, putting out their product. Yeah. And it's just because it's something that you don't necessarily want or like, yeah. do you boo that person? do you Well, I would like- still I would still say you can boo it. But what happens is that people don't just boo. They then go like uh, boo! They're such a piece of crap. What are they doing? Well, they should right. get fired. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you need to lay off Reddit for a minute. <laughs> um, and relax. Yeah, right. Drink, uh, drink some Mountain Dew, and you know the, the, the scrub lords, thoughts, man. Sia. Yeah, think about what you're going to type for maybe ten seconds before yeah. you type it out. I don't know. I feel bad for. Uh, for the for those devs right. a little bit but at the same time i'm like come on guys you kind of you kind of you had to have known what you're what to expect pulling that out pulling that rabbit out the hat with this crowd right you know what i mean like there's guys literally there hugging their cpus waiting to hear the the news that diablo 4 is coming out in 4k they're just sitting there drooling at the mouth waiting for this information you hit them with that <laughs> that's what you send them home with like come on guys Get it together. Don't do that. That's not smart. Nobody wants, like, nobody wants a Legos game. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. There's some people who love Legos games. Yeah, maybe I will But maybe I want one. I mean, just, you don't close out a conference. I don't care how big or small mm-hmm. with a wet fart. You know what I mean? You just, unless that's your thing. <laughs> maybe but, with the wet um, fart convention. Did you know that? Uh, then you close it out with a wet shark. I'm sorry. It was oh, not the no. same. <laughs> it was not Konami. Okay. Uh, oh, it was not Konami. <laughs> hey Yeah. I'm still mad at them from last week. Oh, man. So are you going to go? Are you going to? What What? What other news was there? <laughs> That's it. Oh, wow. There's a couple of things I wanted to talk about, but we're about at that. It's about that time of the of the podcast. About that uh, time of the podcast. Unless there's anything, unless there's something you want to bring up, something I may have missed or 
there's uh, news that you want to bring to this to the listeners of the Nerdiverse? Yeah, I'll just give you a quick review of a Netflix show that I'm watching, uh, Designated Survivor. <laughs> uh if you okay. th- if, if you thought uh west wing was full of itself just wait till you watch designated wow. survivor i'm talking it's, it's like if if uh tom clancy and aaron sorkin got together and made a uh, a tv show um, wow! Because there is there is like political espionage, secret gr- secret alliances, um, trying to take down the the designated survivor of uh, for the president of the United States after the president and a bunch of Congress die, and along with the vice president, in an explosion in Washington D.C. That's the how that's how they start the show, and then it goes to like sappy presidential lines that would never probably be said or like it will show him like shaking hands and like eating pie with family members he's like this pie is better than my grandma and then the whole crowd laughs and then this is like i believe it's an actual line where one of his staff members goes the president's good at at hobnobbing with the people he's good at acting it and then the other person goes he's not acting it that's the real him and then here, cue oh, the sappy no. music. And then Kiefer Sutherland is, by the way, the president in this show. Uh, and then it's just cut to credits. And it's like, I I cannot stop watching it because it's 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 the television version of Muzak. Oh, dude. Yeah. White noise, man. Yes. Like, I can <laughs> be folding laundry. I can be solving world hunger while this is in the background <laughs> okay yeah. uh quick and question subway is the answer to solving world hunger. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get that subway endorsement out of my hooker by crook yeah. dang it who's your favorite fictional president go Ooh, uh morgan freeman <laughs> okay i was gonna say president camacho from idiocracy but no. that's my favorite fictional president <laughs> Come on, it's Terry Crews it's dressed too, like Uncle Sam. Idiocracy's too real, bro. Too real, bro. That's <laughs> I've taken that's one now, bro. Classes. I can pretty much determine that idiocracy is an allegory it's real. of the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> We're so sick. smart here at the Nerdiverse. It makes me sick. Oh, man. <laughs> makes me sick. Dang it. Or it has to be Tiny Zeus Lister as the president in Fifth Element. That's another one of my favorite presidents. That's cool. I can handle that. I just want a real buff, imposing kingpin-looking president. Hey, that's whatever like you want you. in your house, that's fine with me. I just want, I want the, I want like, I want like Teddy Roosevelt again, kind of. Teddy just like this, Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, just go around socking people, telling them to do right. Yeah. Hey, obey want, the law. He just punches you. If, if I can be this guy, and I'm gonna go there. I would like to have an FDR type of president nowadays just, yeah, just to see how in the world they could pull off people not knowing that he's crippled. <laughs> it's no, it was an illusion, though. You would have, you would have newspapers going, Bat Boy has been cited in Saddam Hussein's house. In other news, the president's a cripple? <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, not not to not to be offensive to the American disability uh, population. Nah, man, it's just you know, it'd be kind of crazy. It'd be like industrial lights and magic, you know what I mean? Yes. Cut to an Oliver Stone three and a half hour film oh. <laughs> talking about it was the Cubans <laughs> that crippled him. It was the Cuban Missile Crisis, yeah. man. It was too. It was too Shot much on his. Was... To the left of the head. Shot. Wow. Yeah. On that note, what are you looking forward to, man? <laughs> I don't know. Uh I keep I keep the the hardcore my my hardcore jokes at the end of the episode just for the people yeah, who man. stayed throughout the whole If you stay through the whole thing, you've earned the uh, Shin Winter. Yeah. <laughs> Unreleased unre- unre- energy um, winter. I, like I said, I'm going to install my uh video card when it comes in i got a new screen coming i'm gonna set that up i'm gonna 
just uh, keep trucking with um, with everything. I need to write. It's about to keep with my writing schedule. I need to write about fifteen hundred words a day, and so far it's been pretty yeah. good. Good man, keep it up, dude. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm gonna keep playing Soul Calibur Six and trying to get good. I started playing it on arcade stick mm-hmm. and not pad. And it's so much fun. It's like a completely different game. In fact, I'm going to play some Soul Calibur Six right after the show on my arcade stick. It's like learning it all over again. It's so much fun. Uh, now that October's over and we're back to our re- regularly scheduled program, I've just uh, got to think about uh, new content for this month and kind of what themes I want we want I want to do for the show and. Mm-hmm. Uh, what collaborations we want to do a new movie rev- a new MLTM reviews will be out this week alongside this episode uh, so look forward to that give me your hands balls um, other than that um, definitely want to work on this project uh, with winter so we're working on this project together so I have to do my end of the bargain when it comes to the project so we'll be talking about that together and hopefully talking about it talking about that with you fairly soon uh do you have any passing thoughts winner before we close this bad boy out yeah um keep uh keep on the sunny side of the street (laughs) okay and if you like sunny side eggs there's something wrong with you shots fired oh right in the billet don't oh. eat them, guys. Runny eggs are gross. Yeah. It, oh, sorry. Can't. And also, check out Trash Monk. I, I, I. That's Trash Monk. I, I, I. The only the I, I, I's are only getting spicier going forward, man. No, they're only going to get spicier. Dude. Yeah, you're not like, going to be able to handle them. If we ever do MOTN Con, if that was ever a thing that actually happened. <laughs> I could just see a wave of trash minions going. Uh, <laughs> you know what's going you know to break you, right? Yeah. Sometime in the far flung, flung future, we're going to be at some convention, like just, just um, uh, scrub lord, uh, scum lording it up. And some yeah. little kid's going to walk up and he's going to be a trash monk. It is going to make you cry. Uh. Okay. <laughs> it's going to make you cry and like beat up your parents. They failed you. <laughs> Fight your fight your parents. Become a true trash monk. Take them to the ring. <laughs> give them give it's just a give them a slobber knocker. Yeah, <laughs> just fight them. Fight them. Unless your parent, uh, your mom is single. Okay, so let. Wow, wow. <laughs> like I, like he said, man. If you stay to the end of the episode, you get true winter, man. <laughs> Unstoppable. Uh, I can't yeah. contain them, guys. Single. <laughs> And ready to bring uh, It's like Kramer on a Seinfeld episode where they were doing the mail auction. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, he likes fruit. <laughs> he like falls on the stage and like collapses into a group of people. Ever eaten the bark of a pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going off the rails. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you love this type of slapstick comedy, you want to support the show monetarily. Visit our Patreon, uh, where you can donate as low as $1 a month to help support the show. Uh, have a sound bigger, better, and stronger. If you already just want to uh, support the show non-monetarily, you can do it just by simply liking uh, liking which, however you're listening to us in the big old internets. Leaving a comment if you wanted to join the conversation. And subscribe if you want to keep up to date with all MOTN action. I have, of course, been your host, Mike G. And I have been your armchair hostess was the mostest winter. So smooth. You're smoother than the butter on a jar of Skippy, baby. Uh, and we will always ask you to take that one step beyond. Smooth as Billy B. Williams and Malika. Smoother than that coat for five malt liquor. <laughs>
Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.